0: Go to sexedmybosscom slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's
1: sexedmybosscom
0: slash cinema.
2: Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
0: Hello, lovely G and Divas. Before we offer you the best bits from Series 2, we have a little announcement. Tickets for an extra two dates for Help I Sexted My Boss Live are going on sale this Friday, the 1st of March, at midday. So make sure you are on the ball and set any reminders you need to now. Don't be a Jordan and miss out. Be a William. Tickets and all the information can be found at sextidmyboss.com slash live. Now, here are our best bits.
1: Hello and welcome to... Hang on, my headphones are too loud. (laughs)
3: Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. The brand new series of Help I Sexted My Boss will be back soon. Which is a great excuse to replay some of the best bits from series 2. Jordan began the new series as he meant to go on.
1: Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find solutions to everyday dilemmas, like how do you react when your favourite podcast comes back after a two month break? And is it okay to change your accent when you move down south? I'm not, what you are trying to say? (laughs) I wish you would. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss, but... We're not your usual agony. <laughs> <laughs> Try again, love. <laughs> Shut up. But we're not your usual agony ants, are we? William Hanson, welcome back. Oh,
0: thank you, Jordan. No, we're not. Uh, Jordan North, he's a radio presenter, uh, and I'm an etiquette coach. I'm more The Crown Netflix, whereas Jordan's more The Crown pub
1: in Burnley. Oh, I like that one. I don't think we have a crown pub in Burnley. Anyway.
0: Any, anyway. Come on, before we get any further, I need something stiff inside me. Would you, like a, <laughs> would you like a gin and a bonnet?
1: I would love a gin and a bonnet because I also need something stiff inside me. <laughs> <Right>. Oh. <laughs> I've missed you. Can you. Whilst you're pouring the gin and the bonnet... Welcome back, by the way, Gin Devers. Hang on, welcome some people,
0: if they're, if they're poor unfortunate souls and are listening for the first time, they won't know what this is.
1: Right, OK, yeah, good point. We usually start the episode with a gin and the bonnet. William is pouring a gin and the bonnet now. That sounds like something from a sound effect, but he is actually recording it. So it's basically the bonnet is spelt the bonnet and it's a French liqueur. Well, and it's it was, a French fortified wine. It's a French fortified wine, um, and it was the Queen Mother's favourite drink, God bless us all. The
0: Queen still drinks it. The well.
1: Queen still drinks it. It's a very posh drink, and um, it's one part gin, two parts de bonnet. Yes,
0: and you want uh, you can either have, if you've got a sweeter tooth, a slice of orange, works very nicely, if you've got a more savoury tooth, a slice of lemon. Jordan, what do you want? I'll go for lemon, please. No, for lemon. I've gone for orange. Um, sums us you- up, really, doesn't it?
3: We ask you to tell us some of your favourite moments, and from the second episode, Jay enjoyed this bit, when the G and D went straight to William's head.
0: This question is from Kat. I've been going out Meow. I've been going out with my boyfriend for three years before he had a brief one and a half year fling with a floozy. Every now and again, no more than three times. Dot 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 a week. I like to check in and see what she's up to, what other relationships she is corrupting and the like. Clearly, this person's over it. Yesterday, on my second visit to her profile of the day, I may have accidentally liked an album of pictures from her six-year-old's brother. From her
1: six-year-old's brother's I'm going to read this. You're pissed. Right. This is what happens when you have gin and debonies. Hashtag Jean divas if you're going to try one. This letter's from Kat. I do try one because they're very nice. I've been going out with my boyfriend for three years. Before me, he had a brief one-and-a-half-year fling with a floozy. Every now and again, no more than three times a week, I like to check in and see... (laughs) No more than three times a week. I like to check in and see what she's up to, what other relationships she's corrupting, and the like. Yesterday, on my second visit to her profile of the day, I may have accidentally liked an album of pictures from her six-year-old brother's birthday. I immediately unliked it, but I'm worried that she may have seen, and now she realises that I stalk her. Any help? Well, I think if you're going to stalk her, you're
0: going to be unstuck at some point. Mm -hmm. I think that was bound to happen. And probably it's a life lesson.
1: My ex has blocked me on Facebook.
0: Don't blame them. Mm -hmm. Mm. I've toyed with... I mean, I muted you.
1: (laughs) Did you?
0: I did, over the World Cup.
1: Oh yeah, you said On Twitter I imagine, like, I'm worried that Not on
0: Facebook know. Because obviously you don't post Because you're not a 45 year old woman
1: <laughs> Any help? Uh, okay Do you know what? Stop
0: doing it Stop doing it I think you've learnt your lesson Stop doing it You've learnt your lesson Stop
1: doing it Is that what we're going to say on repeat? <laughs> I don't know What other advice <laughs> can we give to someone? Um. Next question No, that's it Are we done? God I'm so
0: pissed Can I also just say For people that don't understand is We're in a
1: very hot studio <laughs> And it's It's not helping Oh it's so hot And we are so drunk This is the most drunk I've ever been For an episode Hang uh, on um, we next, next, next week We're just drinking water Yeah Can we not just get The posh lady To do this bit Yeah <laughs> Can she not just read this?
0: She's shirt? called Delia. She's lovely. Is she, called, she Delia? Is called Delia? Hi, Delia. I like to think in many ways it's Delia Smith.
3: Well, sorry, William. This Delia is much better than Smith, and my risoles are far superior. Anyway, in episode three, the boys did a bit of show and tell.
1: Oh, you have brought a show and what tell do you as think well. This is? What that is, is a um, flannel wrapped in a ribbon. Uh, it's blue. Yeah. Or as we'd call it, azure. Azure,
0: This is my teaching cutlery
1: Oh,
0: wow Oh, wow And in here is all the cutlery I teach with Do you know what this is?
1: A fork Yes, but what type of fork? A small fork Yes, but what type of fork? A small silver it's fork A salad fork A salad Do you actually have forks for salad? Yes Have you ever forked in your life? Many times And what do you think uh, this
0: is? It's a very small fork. An even small, thinner fork, that is... How many tines does it have? That's the technical word for the prong on a fork. How many tines does it have? As if you've got... A, is this how much cutlery there is in the world? No, actually, there is actually more. There's, right, this is the specialist cutlery. All of these... Okay, so this is a strawberry fork. There's so many cutlery. That's a straw... You actually have a fork for strawberries? Yes, because strawberries... You know the strawberries we have today? Yeah. Big and red? Yeah. Never used to be like that.
1: Were they small?
0: They were small and light pink. And then they were genetically
1: modified to be big and red. Get away, really. Carrots
0: are never orange, but that's another story. Do you
1: know what we have in our house? Mm -hmm. A knife, a fork, a big spoon. Might have a soup spoon if you're lucky, if you're doing well for yourself, and a teaspoon. And do you not have a chocolate spoon? Oh my god! Let me look at that. Is that a spoon for chocolate? Yep. That looks like something a dentist has.
0: Do you have this one? Soup spoon.
1: Uh, It's a type of
0: soup spoon. A cold soup spoon.
1: Yes. Is it? It's bouillon, we call it. Bouillon. Bouillon. Right, I I wish you could see that. I am looking at so many pieces. We'll
0: take a photo and put it on our Instagram.
1: So many pieces of cold What's that?
0: That's a bun fork. I beg your pardon? A bun fork. For a bun? Yeah. How do you... How do you For serving. So it's taking it from the plate onto your thing. So all these pieces of cutlery I ordered off eBay because I I teach all this different type of cutlery in Mm. my private classes. And uh, I thought, well, I should order these so I could have them rather than using the pictures. Yeah. And I knew what I wanted. I knew what design and what era I wanted. So within 15 minutes I had ordered pretty much all of this and eBay then closed down my account and it then said suspicious activity detected. (laughs) Now, I had to phone, and this is a true story, I had to phone someone in the Philippines and explain what the hell a strawberry fork was. (laughs) And they went, and why do you need a strawberry fork, Mr. Hanson? And I said, well, because I'm an etiquette coach. Well, that opened up a whole new debate. And for 25 minutes, I was explaining to someone in the Philippines why I needed a grapefruit spoon and various others. And uh, then they reactivated
3: my account. And one of our G&D was from Down Under, Rachel especially enjoyed Jordan's impressions of his mother, Wendy. I've been to America before.
1: Which part? Florida. Okay. I went in 2011 with my family. Okay. And which Um, which part of Florida? uh, The Florida part. What do you mean the Florida part? That's a state. Where we, um, where all rides are and stuff. At theme parks. Orlando. Yes, it was Orlando. Right. We, um... Which uh,
0: is a dive, I'll be honest. What? Aside from the theme parks, it was lovely. There's nothing else there.
1: We, uh, it was so funny. As soon as we got there, uh, the neighbours come round and they were like proper American. And like the guy high five my dad.
0: Yes, we got my. Uh, I was there with my parents, brother, and aunts and uncles and cousins. And uh, my father got a hug from Della, the concierge at the Bellagio. Oh
1: right. Uh, All he
0: did is book a dinner reservation. I don't know what you just it said. Didn't to really me warrant
1: a hug? The Bellagio. The Bellagio. What's that? It's a hotel. Is it? Yes. It's an okay
0: hotel. It's fine.
1: Sounds like a sex move. We did the Bellagio last night. There was piss everywhere. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shall we have our G&D?
1: Oh, yes, we should. And whilst you're pouring it, I'll tell you a very funny yet Northern American story. When we were in America... (laughs) Right. This is so true, right? When we were in America... (laughs) We went to watch like a guys and dolls show, right? And um, again, after- is that sexual? No, no, no. It was like a, it was like a, an American show. We went guys with dolls? No, no, no. It's guys, guys, guys and dolls. Guys. Oh, the musical? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh,
0: I see. Yes, right. I'm
1: familiar. Oh, my mum and dad, you weirdo. Sit down. You're rocking the boat. Um, I beg your pardon. I said, sit down. You're rocking the boat. I don't know what that means. And after the show finished, we all came outside, and yes. an old lady had collapsed, right? And everyone was crowding round her, and they were like, "Oh my god." Is there a medic here? Does anybody know first aid? Oh, my God, she's collapsed. Somebody help my aunt. And my mum would have had a drink. She went, My husband's in army. He knows what to do. He's, <laughs> he's first aid trade. And my dad went, Wendy, get in car. They'll sue us round here. And he did the biggest wheel spin ever and left her. How was the lady? I don't know. But he, he said, I, I've seen it on telly. You give him CPR, they, they sue you. They sue you. Get in car. Should we have a and d
0: Yes. Uh, who should we toast um, well, I went to... Uh, uh, confession, I'm sure we'll talk about theme parks in another episode, but uh, I went to Disneyland, the original Disneyland. Yeah. Um, so why don't we toast my favourite Disney character, Donald Duck? Donald Duck? Yes.
1: Okay. Donald Duck. To Donald Duck. I've got a joke about Donald Duck. Oh, is it clean? It's actually Daffy Duck, but I can change it to Donald Duck if you want. Donald Duck's on a night out. Yep. Right, and he's... he's. Uh, He's on the piss, yeah? He's Mm -hmm. had a few beers, gets later and later. He gets chatting to this girl at a bar and he uh, takes her back to the hotel and one thing leads to another and she says, I'm not having sex without a condom. And he goes, oh, shit. So he starts rummaging around the hotel and there's no condoms in his room. I did ask if this was clean. So Donald Duck rings down to reception (laughs) and he says to the receptionist, have you got any condoms? And the receptionist says, I do as it goes. I'll bring it up. Shall I put it on your bill? And he said, don't be stupid. I'll fucking suffocate.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> meant the bill, isn't Yes, thank you. I, I understood. Shall
3: we move on? Yeah. And when it was time to pour the G&D in episode five, William got a little confused.
0: But
1: we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hanson?
0: No, we're not. If we were cheeses, I'd be a mature cheddar, you'd be a cheese string. Ah, oh, no, yeah. That wasn't a compliment. Oh, was it not? No. Oh. Cheese strings are those cheap, tacky, nasty things. Yeah.
1: I'd be a baby belt. No, I'd be a Dairy Lee Dunker.
0: Yeah. Right, are you ready for your G&D?
1: I'm always ready for a G&D, my Let's, little G&D. Could you pass Diva. me the D? <laughs> Do you know what that means? No. <laughs> If I said to you, do you want me to give you some D?"
0: I would I want it. No. <laughs> D, when they say I love the D. I don't actually want to know. Say I love the D. I love the D. <laughs> <would> you give... <laughs> do you love the D? Yes, and I'm going to have some now.
1: <laughs> oh, you don't know what that means, do you? When was the last time you had D? What, well, last week? <laughs> Did you have some D last
0: week? Yeah, when you and I got together.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, God. All right, if you're listening, we didn't have sex last week. What? D means dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love you so much.
3: Judith got in touch to let us know that this next question from the sixth episode was one of her best bits.
1: William Hanson. First question, please, Cockle. Sorry? First question, please, mate.
0: This is from Rhiannon. uh, Rhiannon or Rihanna? Rhiannon. This is something that everyone has to do at some point in a relationship. Fart in front of the other half. Yep, yep. It just has to happen. On purpose or by accident, one is going to slip past the (laughs) defences. So how long do you have to have been in a relationship with someone before you can fart? I need this answer urgently. I really want to find.
1: <laughs> They're like holding in a trump now, as they right. Yes, write, she's yeah. probably
0: blown up. She's oh. self-combusted by the time we've answered um, this.
1: Okay, I've uh, pieces
0: of her left on the utility room wall.
1: <laughs> I've done a. Uh, uh, I've done a texter about this on the radio. Before right. that's uh, like where you get people to. BBC's not what it was. Um, no, this is when I was on commercial, and I oh, think okay, the general consensus was six months. Right. Uh... And I am um, also sticking to that rule because I've not yet trumped in front of my new housemates. So Alan, Benny, oh, oh no, do ha- you know what? We're coming up to the six months, Mark. I moved down in March, April, May, June, July. Oh, yeah, I'm past it.
0: You can now do an Elsa and Frozen. You can let it go. <laughs>
1: yeah, I can. I can bottom burp in front of them.
0: Trouser cough. Trouser
1: cough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm ever so sorry. I trouser coughed. Um, so my my I'm saying six months into moving in with somebody, William Hanson, what are you saying on that? Well do
0: you know what it's funny? You know we've talked about, you know, I've never watched bake-off, I've never had a coke, I have never farted. <laughs> I once did something and a little bit of Chanel number no. five came out. But other than that I wonder if there's something wrong with me.
1: <laughs> I honestly think if I ever heard you fart, I would be... I don't... I I just... I I couldn't cope yet.
3: And who could forget this classic story about the pet and the prophylactic? Well, William wishes he could forget.
0: Right, this is from Rebecca. I'll get straight to it after a quick tumble in the sack with my boyfriend. Unbeknown to me, he decides to put the used item on the floor which is gross (laughs) I know where this is going after a while we get up and discover said item is missing after a quick search around the room I notice my beloved kitty Mr Peanut smiling up at me looking very satisfied with himself After a few moments, and to my horror and disgust, I realised that Mr Peanut has indeed swallowed my boyfriend's used condom. An emergency and extremely embarrassing trip to the vets confirmed this and I was told it would pass naturally over the next few days. So my question to you is, is it acceptable to put used condoms on
1: the floor and are they an untold delicacy? I think that's the best question we've ever had and we should rename the podcast Help, My Cat Swallowed My Used Condom.
0: Look, I pop it. I pop it on a on a little bit of tissue on the sideboard.
1: That is absolutely brilliant. Um, I wouldn't I put d- it on the floor. I Because you could step on it as well. Yeah, you're not meant to flush them as well, aren't you? Does that mean that it'd be inside it? Yes. Oh.
0: <coughs> right. But well, at least the cat won't need any protein for the next couple bleh. of days.
1: Ugh. What if the cat got pregnant? I don't think that's how it works. Could the (laughs) pract—could the cat get an STI from that?
0: Help, my pussy has
1: syphilis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
3: God! (laughs) In episode eight, Jordan got a new nickname.
1: What's a thespian? That's a a theatre actor, isn't it? Uh, Yes. Is it? Yes, and they have just as much rights as the rest of us. <laughs> I love the word thespian. Mm. I think it's... I would love to be at a party and someone say, oh, what do you do, Jordan? I'd, I'd love to go, I'm a thespian. Would you? Yeah. Mm. It, does, it does... Why are you looking at me like that? It does mean theatre person, acted on not it? Actress. Right. Does it... No, seriously, do I need to Google it?
0: No, thespian means someone of the art, from an artistic persuasion.
1: Oh, so it doesn't just mean the theatre... It's generally
0: more associated with the theatre.
1: So, if you work in an arty creative industry, could you say you was a thespian? Um, William. Yeah. Am I a thespian? Yes. Am I? No, actually, you're not. Am I? I work in the media industry. That no. I've got a corkboard where I put my ideas on in my room. It doesn't make you a thespian. I'm a creative thespian. Makes you a twat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Talking of thespians, it's time for me to rest my uvula. We'll be back shortly.
2: Here's a cool fact A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full time gig. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
3: You're listening to a rundown of the best bits from Series 2 of Help I Sexted My Boss. Series three returns on Tuesday, the fifth of March, so make sure you're subscribed and ready. This next clip was from episode ten.
0: Next question, dear William, Jordan, and producer Ben. Who on earth has written this? Uh, I'm gone. Sorry, this is a this is a two talent podcast, not three. Producer Ben has he edited this to have his name? No, in it? he's
1: getting too big for his boots, this lad. Like he needs needs his feet on the ground, don't he?
0: P45 for Ben. In the past, I have had a few body image problems. I used to feel extremely negatively about myself, but in the last year or so, I have been able to mostly overcome that. In fact, I feel very positive about myself now. My problem is the what and the how I managed to overcome my body image problems by wearing budgie smugglers. (laughs) I love that word. I absolutely love budgie smugglers. (laughs) They have quirky and funny designs. They're great for swimming, and I think of them as a statement about myself. Most of my mates and the women I have dated find it extremely off-putting.
1: So he wears them, like, every day? Oh, my God. He wears budgie
0: smugglers? How do I convince people that I'm truly making a confident statement about my body, as well as not taking myself too seriously? Rather than appearing to be a pervert in a banana hammock. (laughs) All the love from Denmark,
1: Thomas. Brilliant, Thomas. Um, I don't know if he wears his budgie. Is he saying he wears his budgie smugglers as underwear? Because um, budgies. No, is he saying swimming trunks? Budgie smugglers. Why would you wear? I mean, Unless why you're a would you wear, lifeguard? Why are you wearing? them? I mean, why public? would you wear budgie smugglers to go swimming in? To be fair.
0: Yeah. Um. Um. And I, I would say, Thomas. I'm sorry, and maybe things are different in Denmark, but I would. If you're confident about your body, if you have a nice body, personally, I don't feel there's much need to show it off. Not in public, anyway. In your own personal life, with the curtains closed, you do what you like. But in public, I think you
1: need to wear something a bit more suitable. Don't go on dates with girls and be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm wearing budgie smugglers, because that's just fucking weird.
3: And we heard about Jordan's alter ego in episode 11. Can
0: I... Can we just um, clear something up? Well, not clear something up. get something out in the open. Oh, it was a few months ago this happened. What for, during Series One of this this seminal podcast? You know when we were trying to get people to find out about our podcast? <laughs> oh, mate! Can don't. we share that story? No, no. Yes, we can. William, mate, come on, move Jordan, on. Jordan, unbeknownst to any of us that work on this podcast, <laughs> and yes, there there are a couple of people that work on this. I know this has production. The Jordan decided that he would email a very well-known left-leaning newspaper. The Guardian. (laughs) To tell them that they should listen to this podcast.
1: No, I emailed, I specifically emailed someone that writes about podcasts Mm. at The Guardian. And I sent him an email. (laughs) And what did the email say? I've pretended to be a
0: girl called Rachel. So you had a different email account set up.
1: <laughs> and I sent an email address saying, yeah, look, I've just found this. Because there was something on, there was, there was something on like, the Guardian app that, like, oh, if you've got a new podcast, send it us in. So I was like, oh, you need to listen to this new podcast. It's, it's quite good. Uh, my name's Rachel. I'm a, I'm a dentist nurse from Manchester. And I've just really got into it. And I sent the email going, uh, thanks, Rachel. And then I forgot and sent in from my email address. <laughs> So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Funnily
0: enough, podcast never went into The Guardian. No, it no. didn't, did it?
3: In episode 12, the innuendos got the better of William and Jordan.
0: Final question. This is from Sally. The good news is it's three paragraphs. Like, come on, Sally. In alphabet I... dating, C should be coffee shop as standard. I've been to many in my time, a classic dating location. Now my boyfriend and I have always been quite adventurous. Sexually. Oh, And this is... <laughs> This is an overshare, Sally. And this all started during one of our first dates at a coffee shop. We've seen each other a couple of times by this point, but somehow we could still refrain from anything below the budgie smugglers. Until that day. (laughs) Jordan, you've just spat your gin bonnet.
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) It's that word. It gets me every time. Anything below the budgie smugglers.
0: I've only done one paragraph Oh, I don't, I don't got, oh no,
1: I've weed a bit I'm not even joking <laughs> Do you need to go now? A bit's come out hurry up, hurry up I don't
0: know how we got onto it but long story short I asked him when I would get to see his budgery garf <laughs> His wee little winky His millionaire shortbread <laughs> The answer to that question was right there and then. He popped his cheese twist.
1: (laughs) I need to wee. This is too much.
0: (laughs) He popped his cheese twist out below the table and it turned out I was quite peckish.
1: Right, I'm going, oh God, I need to wee. So I guess
0: my question is, is it okay to bring in your own snacks to a cafe and then pop them in your mouth? Sally, there are words for people like
3: you. And there were more words for our next problem sender. This is from
1: Steve. Hiya, Steve.
0: Dear William and Jordan, Last Monday I got on the 8.30 train to Winchester as usual to go to work. Once on board, I quickly scanned the remaining free seats and sat next to a not unattractive chap in his early 30s. I took my book out of my bag, opened it, and just before I started to read, glanced over at my neighbour to discover he was looking at Grindr on his mobile device. Now, my commute is only 20 minutes, but in that time I became rather fascinated by my neighbour's exchange of messages with someone called Bottom Wanted 43.
1: <laughs> oh, these are getting better.
0: I discovered various things about the person I was sat, sitting next to, including the fact that he was a. I'm so sorry about this, Jordan. Hungry Slut Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, however, read a single word of my book. My question is Was I wrong for reading his messages, which I hasten to add he made no attempt to hide? Or was he wrong for being so obvious in his grinder flirtations? Kind regards, Steve. P.S. I hope he and Bottom Wanted 43 passed an enjoyable
1: afternoon the following day in Bournemouth. Um, I'll go first. No, it's. It's not wrong to read somebody else's message because I've done it before. Some people are filth. I've sat next to a woman before now. I've been seated. I've been seated. You are getting right on my tits today. I've been seated next to a woman before and she was sending some right filth. But um, no, you're not wrong to read it because that's just human nature. Um, The guy, (sighs) bottom bottom slut. Bottom wanted forty three. Bottom one. No, what was the guy that was writing it? I don't know
0: what he was called. He was
1: called Bottom Something. Top Um, going spare, probably. um, He he's probably wrong to be on grinder on the train.
0: I think if you're going to be, there is clearly Steve is saying there was no attempt to hide the the grinder messaging. Then well, if you're not attempting to hide it, fine. People are going to read it. If you're so packed in together on on public transport.
3: In the 15th episode of Series 2, we heard a classic rendition of Jordan's producer Ben impression. Poor boy.
0: We had Eggs Benedict for brunch, didn't we? And we had Benedict there. Which, because actually, producer Ben, he's not a Benjamin. He's a Benedict. He's a Benedict. Mm-hmm. Remember, he's not a min. He's a dick all over.
1: He's a very middle class name from a very middle class boy. When he's on Talksport, well, normally he's like, "Hi guys, so it's the Christmas episode this time, so we kind of need to give our listeners our G and D some advice on um, the office Christmas party." Get him on Talksport. <laughs> oh what, mate? His mum hates it when he talks like that. She's like Benedict. You've had a much better upbringing. <laughs> I am pissed off, mate. Right? We've hardly won it all all season. I think we're going down, mate. I thought we were going to be back up in the Premier League. It's it's a disgrace, mate. Get rid of... Sack them all. All the years I've been watching Stoke City. Don't know why he does that. It's like Jekyll and Hyde, isn't it? It is. Mm. He's got two personalities. But, yeah, we had Eggs Benedict. I'm going to be honest with you here. Yeah. It was nice.
0: Right. The sauce was a bit thin. I told you that the sauce was thin. It was a. It was. A, I knew that the sauce was thin. It was. It's not the best. It was nice when you made eggs Benedict. Not for us. I, d- I hasten to add. Yeah. You did it from a packet. Yeah. I Mine ma- was from scratch. I made it for brother. Made it for my
1: brother. I made it for my brother, and yeah, and we just we got the um, hollandaise sauce from a packet. My mum kicked off. Did I tell you? No. So when I was back at home. And I made it was it for like a late breakfast, and she come home. And she went, "You've not had that hollandaise sauce from Marks's, have you? Because it was from Marks and Spencer's, and expensive. It was dear." She said, have got to go get it. she said it for Christmas." Normally, you love a thick, creamy sauce, don't you? Shall we move on?
3: Move on. They did all the way to the first ever help. I sexed my boss live. This from a basement in Camden.
0: How have you prepared for this evening?
1: Um. I'm a bit on golf, I'm not going to lie. I went to a salsa party last night. It was my friend's birthday party. You went to party. a salsa party? Yeah, like, How old like- is your friend... 26 26? Yeah Is that a normal
0: thing? for? Tra- I mean I know I'm one to talk But is that an?
1: <laughs> well th- no The thing is like, It used to be ages ago You'd go for a few drinks Wouldn't you? Yeah For your birthday party Now it's salsa um, Flower arranging um, I don't I really don't think it is um, What's up Cocktail making Fondue Swinging It's all in at the moment Isn't it? <laughs> And uh, yeah, we went salsa dancing last I went with a face like a slapped arse, I'm not going to lie to you Did you
0: have a nice time though? Ten minutes in, I loved it Well, I've exfoliated uh, <laughs> freshly Is that how you prepared? Yes, I prepare uh, with an exfoliation And uh, on uh, Friday I went and had a pre-podcast colonic irrigation <laughs> Just to make sure I was all fresh You didn't do that in rehearsal, did you actually? I did, yes, have you Is never had you? one? Yeah. put it up yeah. Uh, it, like a pipe? Well, it's not like a pipe, it's just a little small... It's like a tube of lip silver, if I'm honest, that goes up your bum.
1: Really? Uh, yeah, I but it, it was not, like throwing no. a dog down M6 for you, weren't
0: it? In all seriousness, Too it far. is... It is... It's a slightly strange sensation. A woman called Helen comes in, and uh, up this little tube goes, and um, she has a nice chat to you, and she says, you know, don't hold back, and... <laughs> water fills you right up to the gills <laughs> and just when you think you can't take it anymore Helen flicks a switch and it all comes out and as Helen said to me 50 minutes in she, she said better to have uh, an empty house than a dirty tenant <laughs> and you come out with skin with skin like Cheryl Cole where did you get that done? Uh, well, I actually go to Man. I literally go to Manchester to have the shit taken out of me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I go there.
3: And to finish us off, G and Diva Lauren enjoyed the bit where Jordan just couldn't wait to go to the toilet. Sorry, I should say lavatory.
0: If you're going to tell a friend anything, Jordan, that you've learned today, for me, if you have per item you have ordered, whether it's food or drink. Twenty minutes in a coffee shop.
1: Yeah, um, I've learned. I'm really gonna have to go. I'm dying for a week.
0: He's genuinely not joking.
1: Um, what what can I say? Um, I've learned that you can't take your own snacks. It. I'm gonna have to go. Honestly, I'm sorry. Hang
0: on. Right. Well, that's the end of that. Um, I'll do this bit. Don't forget, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us or you can see pictures of our beautiful faces and more on our Instagram. Both are at sexedmyboss. Or you can email us. The address is help at sexedmyboss.com. You can write to me and I will send you a handwritten reply on my own letter-headed paper. The address is on the website at sexedmyboss.com. And if you like Help, I Sexed, My Boss, you can share the g and love with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Gosh, this podcast would be so much better if it was just me. Goodbye.
3: Help! I Sexted My Boss Series Three is coming on the fifth of March. To hear brand new episodes first, subscribe to Help! I Sexted My Boss on your usual podcast app, and hit follow on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Sexted My Boss. Tickets for our upcoming live shows and exclusive G and Diva merch can be found on our website sextedmyboss.com.
2: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
0: Hello, g and We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future.
1: It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas.
0: So if you want anything full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the
1: big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome.
0: Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexedmybosscom slash cinema.